guys, welcome back to Thick and Thin with me, Katie Bilotti. I wanted to put up a short but sweet episode this week. You know, everything has been kind of crazy in the news, just in the world right now. Things are just really hectic right now. And I have not fully just had the energy to put together a really intense episode this week. I don't think any of us can really handle a really intense episode this week with a lot of juicy historical knowledge. And, you know, I have plans to do more episodes like that definitely in the near future. But this week I thought that I would just kind of just send out a little message to the world and just something a little bit warm and comfortable and easy to digest. So I thought that this episode would just be a little unpacking, me just sharing how I'm feeling. I know last week's episode was a little bit, you know, uncertain. I'm not saying this one is more certain with the things I'll be sharing, but I feel that there's just a need right now in the world for just some understanding, some kind words, some kind thoughts, and just some, just understanding. I'm going to say it again, because I feel that when the whole world is in crisis, I mean, that's something that we have not known in our lifetimes, many of us that are likely listening to this uh, this podcast episode. My main demographic is people that are in their late teens, 20s, and none of us have experienced anything quite like this, where it affects such a large mass number of people, and so many people are in panic with social media, and fake news, and fear-mongering, and just people really just sitting here unsure of how to react and what to do next, and for the first time in our lives, we are being forced and told to stay home, and just, you know, remain calm, if that's even possible, and just stay home, and it's, it's proving to be more difficult than many of us thought to just sit at home and watch TV and sit in bed. It's like the grass is always greener. You, when you're running around New York or wherever you are, just kind of from one meeting to the next, feeling super burnt out, not sleeping, not taking a moment to relax. And all you want to do is sit in bed and be at home and be with your friends on FaceTime, watching a really crappy reality show. But now that we're actually doing that and we're being told to do that, it's like, we just feel restless. We feel like there's so much that we could be doing or that we did do this time last year. And Snapchat Memories is reminding us of all the fun things we used to do in the outside world before we were told to stay home. So yeah, that is the the general, you know, state of the world. I keep thinking about just my podcasts and all the things I put out into the universe socially, like these things are kind of like time capsules. And someday I'm going to watch and listen to these episodes, watch my videos, go on Instagram. My kids will be even probably listening to my podcast, which is weird to think because they're preserved in time. So I want to kind of just give a little update on just the state of how things are, the state of how I'm feeling and how just how I am in this present moment, because it's hard for us to be present these days, especially when we are now just thinking back to how great things used to be and how things will eventually be good, but we don't even know when that will be because, I mean, I feel like a lot of us are just used to having dates attached to when things will be done or when things will start. And we're very calendar focused and we just are kind of at a loss because we don't know how to to work, how to function without knowing when this end date, when this will be finished, when we will be the same as we used to be when we will be back to normal and it's just really hard to say when that will be at this point we're hearing a lot of different things we're hearing a vaccine is not going to be 
a reality for probably 14 months. We're hearing things from our president that don't really add up. And it's just, it's hard to find a beacon of hope and light right now that makes sense for us when a lot of us are so calendar and so fact-based. And it's just hard to read all these cute little quotes and think that everything's going to be okay because maybe momentarily things are better when we think that way and we read these beautiful poetic things. But like the long term is just very hazy right now and that's just how I currently am seeing it so I've just been trying on social media and just with my presence to be super calm I think that's the overall word I'm using with all my content like everything is just going to be calm because at the end of the day I mean there's a lot going on on social media that's our main mode of news right now it's the main place where we're seeing things develop and people reacting to things because it's kind of the only way we can feel connected to other people right now especially those of us who are super isolated I am currently in the Jersey Shore as I said um, and so I'm with two of my best friends we're isolated together we came out here on Friday we've been here for a week and even though we are together the three of us we still feel super just homesick for New York and for our friends and for even our jobs like I mean mine's a little different because I kind of carry my job anywhere I go being freelance but they they miss their morning their normal routines at their corporate jobs and it's it's okay to feel that way even after just seven days of just because this the thing is this isn't this isn't a vacation okay this isn't like or people can view it as that but it's hard for me to view it as that because it is a pause which is nice of course but it's something where we just don't know how long it's going to last when you're going on a vacation or you're taking paid leave or you're just taking a pto from work you know exactly how long that's going to last because you plan it out beforehand this has no planning involved we have no idea how long we're going to be like this and we have no idea who to even listen to And so I'm right there with you. I feel that fully and it's okay to mourn how things were, but I think it's mostly important to just remain calm and to be kind, be understanding that people react differently to uncertain times. Like uncertain times, no one has a blueprint guide on how to react and how to handle it. And people sometimes lash out, they're angry, they're I've been getting so many hate DMs from people that I know it comes from a place of just kind of panic and I know that I shouldn't be taking it to heart but of course you know I'm already kind of weak right now just feeling things feeling all the feelings and so I it takes a lot of of just I don't know a lot of good vibes for me to snap myself myself out of a bad mood after just reading some dms so just be understanding right now that's all i think that we need is for people to just kind of relax people have been saying take this time to focus on things you you never have time to do on drawing on creating i don't know get an adult coloring book play some games i you know whatever you need to do to stay calm do that do that thing even if that means just calling a different friend every hour and being on the phone with someone so yeah that that's just kind of how we're dealing right now um I know that I said that you know pretty quotes aren't the thing that's going to solve this and make us feel whole again but I do have some really nice little things I want to share with you guys today in this episode I'm not sharing a historical story today because I just didn't quite have the energy to do that today and I'm just being honest with you guys so I'm gonna work on of course better episodes in coming weeks but I thought I would still post something this week just so you 
you just, you have something in your routine to hang on to. And I know I'm a day late, but still, I think it's important, even given all this, that we try to remain as normal as possible in the sense of kind of still having a routine, still getting dressed for the day, still waking up with the idea that, or the thought that I'm going to do something that is a, a good contribution to the world. So I thought that sticking with my routine of posting an episode and you guys sticking with your routine, hopefully, of listening to an episode would be good for all of us. So here I am with a short but sweet episode of Thick and Thin for you guys. Um, yeah, so I have a couple things I put in my notes that I've been writing down as I've been here because I will say social media is kind of a terrifying place but also kind of a great place in times like these where people are just sharing little tidbits and things that are good. You know, sharing the good things that are still left in this world because there are quite a few. There's so many. Have you guys been seeing these like these memes of like, or I, I guess they're memes but they're not. They're like I guess Twitter threads that are like screenshotted and put on meme accounts but I've been seeing them of just like good little things like this woman getting engaged and sharing the ring through the window of her grandfather's nursing home like just you know not wanting to be in close proximity to him to expose him to the virus but showing him that she got engaged and like just little things like that but then there's also threads of terrifying fake news or things that just don't resonate or help at all so just kind of filtering out what you need to see and what you should not be seeing and yeah social media is a crazy place but I've seen some things on there that I did want to share with you guys um, that I thought would maybe just help us all feel a bit better I was actually on a FaceTime um, what would it be called a zoom like call it wasn't zoom it was google hangouts with a bunch of other people this morning other creatives other influencers and we were just talking about how to best address the whole situation to especially the bulk of our audience which for me a lot of people that watch me are either recent college grads that are being hit by this with their very just premature, like their infant jobs, like people that are just starting in their careers, worried they're going to get laid off, or people that are seniors in college that just got the last few months just completely stolen from them and are being thrown into the work world with very little preparation. So how do we address those people? How do we create content that doesn't make those people feel even worse about their situation? So I want you to know I've been doing a lot of thought or putting a lot of thought into it. I haven't just been twiddling my thumbs over here. And I'm really hoping that everything that I can put out is really somehow giving just a virtual hug to someone that really needs it. So I have some things I want to share. And I have some quotes that I want to kind of unpack, some pages from books that I thought would really resonate, and I just want to share those things with you guys in this short little baby episode of Thick and Thin, and we can go from there. So yeah, the first thing I want to share is this quote that I actually reblogged on Tumblr probably a month ago, but thought it would be super relevant for now, given that we are going through something a bit battering. So the quote says, we delight in the beauty of the butterfly but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. And I've said this in other episodes. I actually re-listened to a few episodes, recent ones, just to kind of see what I said because, or hear what I said, I guess, because sometimes I make these episodes and it's kind of like I black out. Like I don't even know what I said, but just kind of put out the energy into the world and I just hope that something resonates. So some things I have said in episodes that kind of go along with this of just saying that, everyone's story is made more colorful, more interesting, more profound by having these chapters of uncertainty and of things that do mold us into beautiful things, which, you know, we have to undergo some pressure, some pain, some fear 
what's that quote? I, it just popped into my head about the diamond. It's like a diamond achieves its shine and its shape and its beauty through a little bit of pressure because that's how a diamond is made, right? It's like a lot of pressure being put on a rock, a stone, and it becomes a diamond. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's how they're made. So that's a really beautiful quote, and I think that it's important because not many people look at a beautiful person or someone that they find extremely inspiring and really think, okay, like, what did you go through to get there? Because a lot of times, well, well I mean, we, of course, we, we wonder what their story was or how they got, like, you know, who they had to know to get here or what they had to do, but we don't really think or consider that they probably had a period of, of time when they were like, I don't know if I can go on. I don't know if I can do this. I don't, you know, we don't think about that. We don't think about that unless someone tells us, hey, this is what I went through, and they're sharing their story to the world but many people just kind of keep that under wraps because they just want people to see the beautiful aesthetically pleasing version of themselves so keep that in mind for and sure. something i did see that i wanted to share that can kind of go so here's my kind of gripe with this i love this quote from tony morrison and i think it's super valid and i want to share it and i think for me personally it's what i need during this time because Okay, let me just kind of unpack this. So I have a lot of thoughts swirling. Basically, I've seen a couple of conflicting things on the internet right now. I've seen people advising others to just relax during this time and to kind of just give themselves time to relax. Just, okay, to relax. That's what I'm trying to say. To be calm, to catch up on sleep, to just let their minds wander and to not be focused on tasks because it is kind of a time where people can for once take a deep breath and relax and I think that's valid for some people for sure for me though as a crazy creative person that just constantly needs to be getting my hands dirty and doing things um that doesn't work for me that makes me more anxious so I've seen that and that makes sense for a lot of people so identify within yourself if that's the kind of thing you need to do to just completely take time off and relax or what I will be probably doing is just creating, 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 maybe trying, diving into new mediums I haven't tried yet, just making things, making pretty things. That is what I need to do right now to remain sane and calm. And so this quote from Toni Morrison really resonated with me, but I do want to say that it would not, it's not like one of those things that's applicable for all people. So just, just wanted to bear that in mind with you guys. So a quote from her, you guys know how much I love her. I have a whole episode on Toni Morrison's life if you guys want to listen to it. It was my Black History Month episode. I think it was like four or five episodes ago, so definitely give that a listen. But the quote that she said was, this is precisely the time when artists go to work. There is no time for despair, no time for self-pity, no need for silence, no room for fear. We speak, we write, we do language. That is how civilizations heal. And so this was really comforting for me because when someone tells me just like sit back and relax or just like be chill, like don't do anything, I cannot do that. I am one of those people that just cannot sit still. I can be still when I want to be, but I even kind of view that as a creative technique. Like I just can't, if I'm sitting still and being calm, it's with a pen in my hand or with some sort of medium of something that I am manipulating and touching or I don't know I can't just sit by myself and stare at a wall I can't do that I like can't even just like scroll on my phone for too long without like either starting a note and starting a brainstorm for a video or a podcast or something and so if that is you if you feel like you're the same way don't feel like you need to do what other people are telling you to do in this time I think that that's the nature of of things like this of of 
just kind of times in history where there is no rules, there are the rule guide or no precedent really. Like there of course have been diseases in the world and things like this where we have had to isolate ourselves, but each person has such a different reaction to things and such a different journey. So this quote really resonated for me and I think this is precisely the time when artists do go to work and when things are really put into motion and things are explored because when you're finally getting a chance to break from your daily routine, it leaves the door kind of open for new things to come in, for new hobbies to emerge, for new... This is a time for a creative exploration, I think, and this is how we, a lot of us creative people, really cope with situations like this. So I just wanted to read that. Um, And I also have another quote kind of conjoining with that. Whenever you are creating beauty around you, you are restoring your own soul. And so I feel like that quote really resonates because if you are kind of dealing with this, this feeling of chaos in your soul, when you feel like you just have very minimal control of a situation and having no control really, really just scares the shit out of me, to be honest. So when I'm feeling like that, I really just need to make beautiful things put things out into the universe that I can control a video that I that I edit or something that I manipulate myself and and no one else can really tap into that and tell me how to do something you know I I think that that is what really makes me feel good again in a situation like that so just wanted to share that also okay this is extremely important this little excerpt that I found from a novel or a book it was like a self-help book I believe it is by Brianna Wiest. It is called Essays That Will Change the Way You Think. And I want to get my hands on the full book. I only have a little excerpt here. Um, but I want to read this to you because I feel like most of us are either in our early 20s, mid to late 20s, something like that. And we're all kind of feeling some type of way right now about this. And being in your 20s, there's already enough uncertainty and enough kind of just fear. And so given this whole situation of something we can't control and social media fueling it, I think this is so important to read. So it says, you're only in your 20s. It's not too late to completely start over, which I know the thought of starting over is just scary as hell, but a lot of us will unfortunately or fortunately need to kind of start over in one way or another after this. And I wanted to read this as kind of a little little hug in this time and just a reassuring little nod that like everything's going to be okay so it says i'm going to read it verbatim and you guys will know why i'm sharing it because it is so good it says i know it seems like your 20s are designed for the build a steady progression of acquiring better and more i know it seems like the most important thing in the world to build a picture of mind's eye comforts the way you have it quote together the things the world would look at and approve of the things you can think about to soothe yourself out of a panic attack. But your 20s are about unlearning, too. Stripping away lukewarm ideas and things you don't thrive doing, and friends you've outgrown, and limiting ideas you've been leaning on to guide you. You're making room for your actual life to begin. Most people stumble in their 20s because they've spent their lives anticipating them. They've lived for this point, when happiness can ensue, but the most unhappy people are often the ones with the pretty nice apartments and the decent amount of friends and the good enough job in fields they're at least somewhat interested in because they've spent their lives building ideas rather than learning how to feel. Your 20s are about undoing as much as they are anything else choosing new, deciding otherwise, shedding layers that have muddied your idea of who you think you are, 
This is the kind of scary magic you want, the kind that leads you into the most beautiful unknown. Genuinely unhappy people are never upset by their circumstances. They are upset because they have externalized their power. They've put their faith in finding the right person as opposed to being able to attract and choose the right person. They put their faith in finding the right job in the right economy as opposed to honing their skills to the point that a company would be remiss to overlook them. If you want to genuinely start over, clear the slate of everything you ever thought about how to get your life together, don't predict, project, mind read, assume. Don't imagine a better elevator speech. Don't only think of what it makes sense to do. Think of what it feels right to do. Not what your impulses say, not what your laziness says, not what your fear says. Those things have probably gotten you to where you are now but a layer beneath them is a more resolute voice and it will tell you which ways to go. You only have to get quiet, listen, and act. Learn to live your life more than you're inclined to sit around wondering about it. You can't reflect your way into a new existence, but you can think yourself into paralysis. So that's the excerpt I'm gonna share from that beautiful passage by Brianna Wiest. But I fully just thought it was so important to share for many reasons. You guys probably pulled a few little things from that that you're like, wow, that is extremely relevant and super important to think about because I think so much, especially in our 20s, we're so go, go, go. And we just think that things are supposed to go a certain way in a certain progression. And when things like this, like the coronavirus and just the wrench this is throwing in a lot of our lives and just kind of slowing down how we think that things are supposed to go. And like we're, you know, it just, it causes frustration within us. We think, why me? Why our generation? Why right now? Why not in 10 years? Why couldn't this happen to the kids 10 years ago? Why is this happening to me right now when I'm 24 or I'm 23 or I'm 20? You know what I mean? It's like, like those are the things that we ask and we externalize a lot of our thoughts and we just think we we don't take this as a, a chance to clean our slate and kind of start fresh and I think that a clean slate is something that people are terrified of sometimes they think that starting fresh somewhere or starting over at square one is just something that it's like okay well I just wasted the last five years or the last x years of my life or like you know what about all this time I'll be sitting around in my apartment like is this wasted time and no so I think that this passage was super important and I really am now like dying to read the rest of the book to be honest with you but few other things I thought were important about what she said is you know most people stumble because they've spent their whole lives anticipating things before they even happen like a lot of us going through college we're like oh this is how graduation's gonna go and this is how postgrad's gonna go and when things like this happen where it's very uncertain what's going to happen in general but we also know in our hearts that things aren't going to happen the way that we we anticipated them and that is when we tend to kind of go into crisis mode because we are living our lives up to a certain point and we just thought that we'd eventually reach this one thing and when things don't happen like that panic ensues kind of and yeah I just I love that that she shares that your 20s are about undoing as much as they are anything else it's like you're just kind of unlearning and kind of unlearning what you've been taught your whole life in a way or just kind of peeling back the layers 
to kind of reveal what you actually think and what you actually like and what you actually want to do. And I think that a lot of us go through our lives not knowing we have permission to start over at any point. And we just keep kind of piling on the layers of paint over each other and we don't we don't take a second to think like, am I even happy with any of this? Is this even what I want to do? So I thought that was super valid and I just... I wanted to read that to you guys and I hope you resonate or it resonated with you as much as it did with me. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to kind of share some kind of resolutions I have for myself or things I really want to work on during this time because as I said, I can't just sit around and do nothing. I need to like get my hands on things. So I really want to use this time to, of course, just kind of just do a lot more thinking internally and not so much external thinking, you know, just really processing things, which I I tend to do a lot of in general. So that's not really anything new, but I also want to get back into writing again. As you guys know, if you've been following me for a bit, I went through this little stint where I, I had a blog and I was really dedicated to writing and telling stories and I really wanted to write a book, still do. And I kind of took the backseat a bit when I was nearing the end of college and into my first job and I was just it it really fell off and I want to get back into that at some capacity even if it's just for me I think writing just for you is just as important as writing for other people I think a lot a lot happens when you write a lot happens in your brain in your soul in your heart and so I really want to get back into that and I was kind of inspired to do that because I saw of course just the universe throwing this into my peripherals but I saw um, on tumblr a bunch of these like little short stories and I was like wait I want to do that <laughs> and so I want to read um, the two best ones that I saw on there um, by this one author Schuler Peck and I hope I said her name right. She's a poet. She actually does do a lot on Instagram as well. But, and my dad is FaceTiming me. I cannot talk right now. He just like calls me. I'm like, can you text me before? It's like, can you knock before you come in? Anyway, love my parents. I'm going to FaceTime them after this. Don't worry, but I'm a little busy. So anyway, um, the first passage I want to read, I guess you could call this like a short story or a short, I don't know what you call this, but it was a little text post on Instagram. So it says, In the morning, we wake to rain, playing the roof tiles like piano keys. I mosey out of bed, if only to open the window, welcome the earth smell to wash the room clean. Outside, the creek trips over itself with abundance. How full without tipping. The frogs, a chorus of splashing, singing, squawking, their throats gurgle and puff. We lay in bed and picture it, this green dance between the cattail reeds, a sweet, small life of mud and rain song. And that was her Safe Place series, number two. And here is number one. They got a little jumbled, but it doesn't really matter the order. It says, I dream we're by the shore for breakfast. Wake to the clatter of gulls outside and walk to the diner. You order eggs and hash browns. I order coffee and a blueberry scone. Above the radio, an older couple beside us shares with pride that their granddaughter was just accepted to a college nearby. The waitress recommends dessert at the bakery down the street. When we leave, the sky is an empty blue parking lot. The wind carries salt from the ocean a block over. It is still so early. The day stretches out at our sandy feet. Oh, I just love like the stories and the pictures those painted. And I really want to write things like that. So I wanted to share those two in the episode because I think also they kind of have this sense of calm to them. Just like how the, even how the words like felt coming out of my mouth. I just felt calm reading them. Even just reading them out loud was a whole different experience, but 
I just love that people have this gift of painting a picture in a way that it makes you feel something. So I really want to explore that a little bit more within myself and just kind of create more things that I'm a little bit scared of doing because I think that writing is kind of, it's it gives me a, a sense of calm and a sense of fulfillment, but also I get a little nervous when I write things and I worry that it's not written the right way or that people, someone else could do it better than me and those thoughts kind of creep in and I want to work on that throughout this time. So guys, that is all I wanted to share today. As I said, it's a little bit of a shorter episode this week. I just wanted to kind of ease back into things, not force myself to come back like full speed ahead with like a full jam-packed 45-minute episode because I'm being kind of easy on myself right now and calm with things and understanding of myself and my own healing and dealing with things. So I wanted to just share something with you guys this week. So this was the episode. Hope you guys enjoyed listening and please just if you need a friend to talk to or something of that sort, just shoot me a DM on Instagram um, and I'm here for you guys as much as I possibly can be without being on my phone way too much because it is important to take some time off during this. But before I end this episode, I do want to say a special thank you to this episode's sponsor and tell you guys a little bit more about them. So as you guys know, I absolutely love Lola, which is a female-founded company that offers a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. And I just love everything they stand for and how they help me during that time of the month. I am currently on my period, which just makes this whole lovely situation that much more difficult so I do rest assured knowing that Lola has my back Um, I'm using tampons from them I love just everything about them they're comfortable to use and just it I can rest easy knowing what's in my tampons which I feel like is not something everyone can say so I love using Lola for that reason in a nutshell it's a female founded company and the founders Jordana and Alexandra really wanted to start a company with a simple and seemingly obvious idea women should not have to compromise when it comes to their feminine care products they ask themselves if we care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the beauty products we use why shouldn't the same be true of our feminine care products and so Lola was born which I just love because basically all of the products that they produce for Lola have no BS involved, no mystery fibers or doubts about what's going in your body. Lola products come in a simple, customizable subscription and they will deliver exactly what you need, exactly when you need it, which is so lovely. Lola offers pads, liners, and both BPA-free plastic applicators or environmentally non-applicator tampons, whatever your preference is. They also have cleansing wipes, which are the first biodegradable, all-natural wipe of their kind, perfect for a midday refresh, which I love as well. So Lola is overall a really great service, especially if you are just wanting to know what you're putting in your body so definitely check them out and of course i have a little code for you guys for 30 percent off your first month subscription with lola just visit my lola that's m-y-l-o-l-a.com and enter my code hello katie 30 when you subscribe and you can get 30 percent off your first month subscription so that's my lola.com and my code is hello k-a-t-y 30 and you can get 30% off your first month subscription. So thank you to Lola for sponsoring this episode of Thick and Thin. And thank you guys for listening. Bye. Mm-hmm.